I love Celebration of Ministry Sunday. It's a great day around here. It's not a day where we celebrate the wider Anglican or even the Christian church or the historical church or the international church. It's not a day where we celebrate the significant holy moments of Christ's life. Instead, it's a day where we pause for a moment and just look around. Not inward or outward or across time and space. We just look around. It's a day where we can take a moment to pat ourselves on the back, to pat each other on the back. We appreciate and enjoy the energy that this place sustains day after day, season after season, year after year. This is a day when we can shamelessly and hopefully love all saints. It's a good day. It's a good day because it's good to be reminded of how involved we are. And it's good to be reminded that there is so much happening here. It's good to be reminded that your little corner of the parish is not the only corner of the parish. And it's good to be reminded that as big as our parish is, we are a community of communities. That we are connected through virtue of our interests, our passions, our life circumstances. We are tightly woven here. And we are interreliant. It's a good day for those of us who give their professional lives to this place to remember that even amidst the frantic planning and the calendars and the meetings and the minutiae of our day-to-day, especially in August and September, there is a larger whole here, a good whole, a parish made up of people, not just of lists and tasks to get done. We need those reminders from time to time. I believe that we need days like this. We need days when we can just rest in the something good, even if it isn't perfect, to help us hang on to the goodness that must surely be out there. Because, friends, the goodness out there is getting harder and harder to believe in. McNair Learning Academy is just a few miles from my house. There are many ways in which McNair students and my kids are very different, but there are many fundamental ways in which they are very much the same. For starters, they are children, and they are innocent. They believe in their school and in their teachers. They blindly trust their parents to send them somewhere each day where they will learn some stuff, hang out with some friends, eat some lunch, play on the playground, and come home largely unscathed. Their teachers come to work assuming that they are in, they're going to be all day in an emotionally taxing and mentally draining, but physically safe environment. The parents of kids at McNair are different from me and my husband and my friends in many ways, but in many things we are too fundamentally the same. We watch our hearts climb out of the car or onto the school bus each day. Some days we're we're grateful for the break. But every day we watch with a prayer under our breaths that they will return to us more or less in the unblemished state in which we are letting them go. 
At some time in the course of recent history, the innocence of children and the trusting of parents became an acceptable dumping ground for misguided rage, unchecked mental illness, and political showmanship, and bullets fired from guns in schools full of children. This is unacceptable. I'm not sure what the answer is. I can't even pretend that I know what the answer is. I do have my own ideas. I do know, however, that we must figure out how to take my children, my friends' children, and the children of people whose neighborhoods we avoid out of the line of fire. The media keeps repeating that no one at McNair was hurt, and this deep untruth grates my nerves every time I hear it. 870 students, their teachers and their parents, they were wounded, deeply wounded. They will be scarred to varying degrees for the rest of their lives because that central place of safety, learning, community, it's no longer safe. And if that's not safe, what is? That is shattering to me from a few miles away. I can't imagine how parents and children involved in the the event will begin the process of healing from their injuries. They are children. It is our job to protect them. There is nothing else that deserves our protection above them. Nothing. It is a grim state of affairs. Every time the news reports that someone has walked into a school with a gun, my ability to see goodness in the world blurs just a little bit. And so I need, and I think we all need, days like this. We need places like this sacred place. We need to be reminded, as our reading from Hebrews brings us this morning, that we are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We are part of God's kingdom, even when it is hard to see or believe or remember. We come to this place for solace and for rest and for renewal. We come here to find strength to fight and to be challenged into action. We come to join and to be supported and to be pulled in and to be held tight. Sometimes we come here for comfort. And today I am here in order to be reminded and to remind you that God's kingdom cannot be shaken. We have not come here to something that can be touched. A blazing fire, a darkness, a gloom, a tempest, the sound of a trumpet. We are here today and every day approaching something holy that needs to be held and nourished and raised up. Sometimes that untouchable something can be found within ourselves. Sometimes, more often in my experience, it is found in other people. Those who surround us when nothing makes sense. Those who, when our vision of goodness is blurred, remind us that God is indeed good all the time. Antoinette Tuff knows that God is good. And somehow last Tuesday, she was able to remember that God's goodness is most obviously manifest in that space between people. She nurtured that space 
that God moment. She cared for that sick, damaged, death-bound individual that came into her school to hurt her children. And through that courageous but largely simple act, she saved lives, hundreds of lives. I don't know what church Antoinette Tuff goes to. I imagine she goes to a church that is different from this one in many respects, but I am fairly certain it is similar in many fundamental ways. They too are members of this kingdom, God's unshakable kingdom. They too come to church for solace and support and strength. In Antoinette, and perhaps in many of their other parishioners, they have ensured that God's goodness will be seen even when the world's goodness is blurred. We do that. We do that here. And we must keep at it. We must continue to teach one another that the power of God is in relationship. We must continue to fight to keep our children safe from those who would shatter their worlds. Today is a day to celebrate. We celebrate our ministries. We celebrate our fellowship. We celebrate our service and our vision. I hope we get elbow strain patting ourselves and each other on the back today. The work here is good and holy We work to make sure that God's unshakable kingdom is seen and heard and spread. We have been doing this for over a hundred years. We have at least a hundred to go. Amen.